Good afternoon. This is Bill Young and John O'Rourke, and welcome to Catholic Conscience 2.0 Prayer in Lunch. Today we have a very exciting podcast. Uh, some uh, interesting things have happened to me uh, since uh, we talked last. But let's get John O'Rourke on. And let's get him on Zoom. Accept, save. Uh, so I have to save, and let's see if we start the, okay, let's see if it works. Uh, last meeting, open meeting, uh, which one? What do you think, Tiger? Okay, Tiger, Tiger, Tiger. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, good. That's okay. Okay, sorry guys. I apologize for the delay. Hopefully John can get on. I'll tell John I am on. I'm on Zoom now, John. Okay, and hopefully he'll get to join me. Now, um, so it was something very interesting that uh, happened to me. Uh, Friday after the Legion of Mary meeting, I went to, uh, uh, afterwards went to Walgreens to pick up my uh, medicine. And then while I was sitting in the car and uh, waiting, this uh, young girl came up to me. Her, her name was Stephanie. And she was a Spanish girl from Western Florida. And she was Christian. And oh, here's John. And I, okay. Okay. I'm going to tell him a second. Hold on. John, are you there? Oh, he's hooking me up. John? No, no, almost coming. John, can you hear me? I can. Oh, good. How you doing, buddy? All right. Okay. Uh, we're on uh, our team anchor and also, of course, where you're, you're here with me on Zoom. I was just telling the folks that the interesting thing happened after my Friday uh, meeting uh, with the Legion. Um, I, we had a normal meeting and it was great as always. And then, uh, went to, uh, Walgreens to pick up my medicine. And then, uh, I, I was sitting in my car and, uh, you know, door was closed and this woman approaches me and says, you know, I thought she wanted money to be honest with you. I said, oh, let me get my wallet because she wants some money. And I opened the window and she said she wanted to, uh, pray over me. I said, oh. Okay, <laughs> what do you say when someone wow. says that, right? But anyway, so she starts praying over me and uh, she asked me to repeat some of the prayers and I did, it was fine, no problem there. And so uh, afterwards, I, you know, I gave her a miraculous medal and uh, I said, by the way, why, why did you pick me to, you know, to pray over me? I mean, I was in my car, I wasn't really visible. And she said, well, that uh, uh, the Holy Spirit uh, uh, told me to pick you. I said, oh, well, I said, you know, it's, it's a two-way street. You know, the Holy, you're giving me blessing from the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit wanted me to tell you something. And then I went to get uh, in my car and give her my Advent book that we're going to be praying today. And uh, John, would you believe it? I mean, I, I know she's uh, Protestants, Christians. 
but they didn't even she didn't even know what the word advent was she didn't know about advent at all and to me that was amazing and then uh i you know i stopped to proclaiming i said well you know uh jesus is going to come back again oh no no that, that must be just a catholic in your classic uh, bible <laughs> and i wish i had at the time i uh, had it but it's actually in revelations uh, uh chapter 12. and uh it does state that a woman and it's called the title is the woman and the dragon because of it's easy catholic uh, book <laughs> but anyway uh and it actually talks about and I talked to a priest about that too, a pastor, and and he says, well, we don't really know how God's going to come back. But then it's kind of clear here in chapter 12, the woman and the dragon, and it says, a great sign appeared in the sky, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and her head on her crown was 12 stars. She was with child and walked alone in, in pain as she labored to give birth. Then another sign appeared in the sky, and there was a huge red dragon with seven heads and ten horns, and on its heads were seven demons. It trails a sweep of a third of the stars in the sky and hurled them down to the earth. Then the dragon stood before the woman about to give birth to the bold her child. She was to give birth. She gave birth to a son, a male child destined to rule all nations with the iron rod. Her child was caught up to God in the throne. The woman herself fled in the desert, and she had placed, who she had been placed, prepared by God, that she may be taken care of for 1260 days. Remember that, 1260 days. And then it talks about other things. But, uh, the 1260 days, I don't know if you read the, got to read the chapter 11 just prior to that, uh, talked about the two witnesses that will be uh, uh, very prophesizing for 1260 days also. So I think that's kind of related, but that's another story to get into. And anyway, so I thought that was very, very interesting. And uh, so I hope, you know, her name was Stephanie. And I have a niece named Stephanie, so I have to remember that. Uh, from Western Florida, and I, I hope uh, you know she was thinking, well, you know, that must be a, a Catholic Bible versus you know her Bible. <laughs> but I said, no, uh, it would be the same Bibles. You know, Revelations would be the same. So, uh, uh, but apparently, even the, the priests or pastors, you know, that they're unaware of Jesus coming back as a baby first, before he comes in his glorified state, of course. So, uh, did you get a chance to read that at all? Or what do you think, anyway, about that? <laughs> about this woman praying over me in uh, uh, the Holy Spirit. Um, Great. Think. <laughs> you think that's an interesting story? I don't know. <laughs> but then, what I was proclaiming afterwards, because I had the feeling, you know, to be honest with you, I had this feeling, and of course, you never know the exact time and the moment. And that's the pastor told me that, too, of course. But I had a feeling that time could be close. It could be, and it could be on a Christmas day. So we could prepare ourselves in Advent like Jesus is coming. And uh, even one of the, I don't know if you got to read any of the Advent book, but Pope Francis, to quote him, he said, uh, Advent invites us to open our hearts to welcome Jesus. During the Advent, we do not anticipate 
Christmas, but we are also a call to anticipate the glorious return of, of Christ when he will return at the end of time, preparing ourselves constant and courageous choices for our final encounter with him, Pope Francis. So he's preparing. And again, uh, one good priest, I know you, and you've heard of him many times, is a, a Marian priest named Father Chris Allure. He wrote a book about suicide, and his theory uh, 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 says, well, God has no time from beginning to end. So if you pray for someone who has committed suicide, you could actually go back just before that time they actually made that uh, decision and have prayers for them at that time. So this is the same way. You, if you could pray in the past, I'm sure you could pray in the future. So one day, maybe one Christmas, not necessarily this Christmas, it will happen. So we'll pray for the protection of our Lord Jesus and this Advent season. So we're going to act like Jesus is coming this December 25th as a baby. And uh, it doesn't, it says a woman, but I'm, I'm pretty sure <laughs> that's Mary. It doesn't say that in, in the Bible, but uh, I'm pretty sure. What do you think? It, it, that's Mary, right? They're talking about the, the woman with the dragon. Do you have yeah, a... that's what the, uh, what's pretty much they're accepted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So it's not like I'm not far off. And uh, the baby is, is Jesus. It doesn't say Jesus, but it says he will rule <laughs> the earth. So that's also pretty assumed that the baby is Jesus. Would you agree with that too? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, okay. So I, I'm not like far off reaching for something that's you know, not in the uh, uh, the realm of things. But I don't know if you've noticed, did, I don't know if you got a chance to read the chapter 11 and 12. Uh, in 11, the two witnesses, and, they, and they're called witnesses. And even though they're prophesizing, you would think they'd be called prophets, but they weren't called prophets. They were witnesses. And they were commissioned. It didn't say by whom. Maybe the Pope. I'm not sure. But the, the key, the interesting part is that 1260 days will be the time when they're going to be prophesizing also. So I'm putting two the two together and, and see what you think, uh, you know, my analytical schools. Well, what's the coincidence that they're both 1260 days? I'm thinking it's the same time period. When they're prophesizing, Jesus had just born when they commissioned. So when they start their commissions, the 1260 days, it's also the time when the baby was born, which is Jesus. And then he's brought up to, to heaven for protection. But uh, um, you, can you, can you uh, go with me on that? Do you think that's a good analogy or what, what do you think? As good as any, yeah. I mean, it's too much of course. It both 1260 days is like, you know, uh, uh, you know, to the day. <laughs> Could be 1261, 1262. No, to the day. So I'm, I'm thinking it's both the same. So when, uh, and then commission, who would commission uh, two witnesses? I, I would think it have to come from the Pope. Would you think anybody else besides the Pope could do that commissioning? Probably not, yeah. No. And I don't know, you didn't get to read it, but they, uh, those are the ones, and we always, I always knew about the, the final part when, uh, they were uh, killed and their bodies were laid out wherever and, and the public, a whole the world could see. Back then, they didn't know about the, uh, the internet, but now it would be seen for three and a half days. And then when Jesus brings life back to them, people start to pray them and uh, with them and things like that. And you have the thousand year reign. But, uh, uh, but the time when the, the 1260 days, when they were prophesizing, 
they had some unusual powers. Let's put it that way. According to the Bible here, they could bring famines, they could bring uh, uh, plagues, they could bring a lot of things. So, uh, uh, you know, I don't know who the two witnesses will be, but I don't even know if they could have been already picked secretly, you know, because if the Pope picked witnesses, he realized that's going to be the, that means Jesus was born. So may, he may not want to make that public. So we, we don't, we don't know. And so some things we don't know, but we, we could pray. And so today uh, uh, is uh, Tuesday, the second week of uh, Advent. In our little book that we're praying from, Advent Hope and Promises 2022, Daily Reflections on the Advent and, Miss, and Mass Readings. And today's title uh, for, was Try, uh, Try a Little Tenderness. And they say, uh, pray uh, Isaiah 41 through 11 and Matthew uh, 18, uh, uh, 12 to 14, the gospel. Uh, can you uh, read that for uh, us, uh, John? You have your uh, Bible out, do you? Or can you? Comfort, huh? Comfort, give comfort to my people. Says our God, speak tenderly to Jerusalem, and proclaim to her that her service is at an end. Her guilt is expanded, expiated. Indeed, she has received from the hand of the Lord. Double for all her sins. A voice cries out in the desert, prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight in the wasteland in the highway for our God. Every valley should be filled, filled in. Every mountain and hill should be made low. The word of land should be made plain. The rough country, a broad valley. Then the glory of the Lord should be revealed, and all people shall see it together. For the month of the Lord has spoken, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, cry out. I answer, what shall I cry out? All flesh is grass, and all their glory like the, like the flowers of the field. The grass withers, the flower wilts, when the breath of the Lord blows upon it. So then, the people is the grass. Though the grass withers and the flower wilts, the word of our God stands forever. Go up on a high mountain, Zion, herald and, herald and glad tidings. Cry out at the top of your voice. Jerusalem, herald of good news. Fear not. Fear not to cry out and say to the cities of Judah, here's your God. Here comes the power of the Lord God who rules by a strong arm, here is, here is his reward with him, his recompense before him. Like a shepherd, he, he feeds his flock. In his arms, he gathers the lambs, carrying them into his, carrying them in his bosom, and leading the ewes with care. That's it. That was that Isaiah. Yeah. yeah so can you do Matthew then? 18, 12 to 14. Jesus said, to, Jesus said to his disciples, What is your opinion? If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray, will he not leave the ninety-nine in the hills and go and search for the stray? And if he finds it, amen, I say to you. He rejoices moreover than the ninety-nine that did not stray. 
in just the same way. It is not the will. It is not the will of our heavenly Father that one of these little ones be lost. And then, uh, so for today's reading in this little book by Jerry Whittle, I guess uh, it states here: the coming of Christ bids us to reclaim tenderness as a mainstay of our culture value system. Popular entertainment, too, often embeddles and escalates the scale of cruelty. Movie violence has grown increasingly brutal. Video games reward ruthless behavior. Pro sports showcase various hits. Rarely rare are the mainstream media celebrates God's tender uh, mercies, as he did in the 1983 film uh, of the same name. Long before Elvis crooned us with uh, love me tender or don't be cruel, God showed us a way of bidding the prophet to speak tenderly to Jerusalem. Paul urges to embrace mercy, kindness, and meekness, and patience. Violence may sell movie tickets, but only love can save the world. By the tenant of mercy of our God, is drawn from high and will break up upon us. And also says, in what way can I, we, be more kind and gentle in my treatment of others? And then there says, why in holiness? Holiness is unique to God. No human angelity that is nothing. Our experience of starting point for understanding evaluating the divine level. It separates God's type of being from our own. Thus, nothing created can be called holy unless it comes from into contact with God and God bestows holiness on it. Ooh, that's very powerful. And by the way, I forgot to do the, the, the little weekly prayer that uh, for, uh, and I think it was by, let's see, by my book is a little crumbled up. Uh, yeah, week two, we're on week two, and this is by uh, St. Teresa of Avila. How is it, my God, that you've given me this hectic, busy life when I'm so little time to enjoy your presence? I know that you're constantly beside me. Help me to think about it and love you even in the midst of such hectic activity. St. Teresa of Avila. Even back then, she uh, she had hectic time, but not just nowadays. So I thought that was interesting. And I hope yeah, just the people will pray the book if you can get it. And, um, all copyright is protected. And you could call, I guess, All Saints Press at the 1-800-923-8618. And so... Today, let's start the chaplet, if you don't mind, uh, John, of Divine Mercy. And uh, where is my little book? I took the book out. Do you have any uh, opening prayers, you know, for the souls in purgatory? I'm going to put my book. Do that. Okay. Today is Tuesday. Oh, Lord God Almighty, I ask you by the first blood which your divine Son Jesus shed in his bitter, bitter crowning of thorns, deliver the souls of purgatory, and in particular that one among them all, which would be last to depart out of those pain, that it may not delay so long 
time. More coming to praise you in your glory and bless you forever. Amen. Amen. Thank you, John. And uh, we'll do the uh, name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, opening prayer. You expire, Jesus, but the source of life gusts forth for souls, and the ocean of mercy open up the whole world. All fond to life and favor of divine mercy. Invoke the whole world and empty yourself upon us. O blood and water which gusts forth from the heart of Jesus is a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. We now pray to our Father, Hail Mary, at uh, John Jesus, Psalms 130, and then the Apostles' Creed. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And Psalm 130. Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord, Lord, to my voice. O let your ears be attentive to the voice of my pleading. If you, O Lord, should mark our guilt, Lord, who would survive? But with you is not forgiveness. For this we revere you. My soul is waiting for the Lord. I count on his word. My soul is longing for the Lord more than watchmen for daybreak. But the watchmen count on daybreak in Israel on the Lord. As with the Lord there is mercy. Fullness of redemption. Israel indeed will redeem, he will redeem from all of his iniquity. Amen. Amen. The Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to hell, and on the third day he rose again from the dead. He sent in the heaven, seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there we come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, meaning the saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, life of the last Amen. And like uh, always, John, uh, uh, you start off uh, with the small beads and we rotate back and forth. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood, so in the beneath, your beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. And some of our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of the sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of the sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of the sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of the sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of the sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of the sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of the sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of the sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of the sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of the sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us in the whole world. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood, so in divinity, dear beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. And atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. 
Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us on the whole world. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood, so in divinity, dear beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of the sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of the sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of the sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of the sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of the sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of the sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of the sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of the sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of the sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of the sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us in the whole world. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood, so and divinity, dear beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood, so and divinity, dear beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. And so many persons and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of the sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of the sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us in the whole world. For the sake of the sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us in the whole world. And for the sake of the sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Repeat after me three times. Holy God. Holy God. Holy mighty one. Holy mighty one. Holy immortal one. Holy immortal one, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God. Holy God. Holy mighty one. 
Holy mighty one. Holy immortal one. Holy immortal one. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God. Holy God. Holy mighty one. Holy mighty one. Holy immortal one. Holy immortal one. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Closing prayers. Eternal God, whose mercy is endless and the treasure of compassion is exhaustible, look kindly upon us and increase your mercy in us, that in difficult moments we may not despair nor become despondent, but with great confidence submit ourselves to your holy will, which is love and mercy itself. Amen. Yeah. And John, I don't remember what day. Do you remember what day we were on? I'm just going to start from the beginning, day one. Because I don't remember. Yeah, I do not remember. Okay, great. So we agree with that. Uh, one thing I My remember is not that good. <laughs> uh, you're younger than me. You should have a better memory. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, it, it was interesting. We found out it's kind of sad news. One of the people who uh, uh, came to our rosary. Uh, 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 asked us to pray for his wife, his name Sarah. But uh, I guess he wanted, he was upset with her because eight months ago she apparently passed and they were both living at the living facility. And, uh, but I heard uh, they told us uh, last week that he passed. Now, the interesting uh, part about it, because I said it was Kurt, that was his my first name. And the woman says, no, couldn't it be Kurt? He was Jewish. One of the girls, and I said, "Oh, but his wife was named Sarah." They said, "Yeah, he was Jewish, and he came to uh, to listen to our rosary and have us pray the rosary for his wife, Sarah." Very interesting, wow. right? And uh, and I, I believe she may have been Jewish too. I'm not sure about that. But so let's pray uh, uh, for Kurt. Uh, pray for his wife, Sarah. Uh, we also lost uh, someone 